Good morning, everyone. This is Marjan, and you're listening to Grow with Marjan. I hope you're having an amazing Monday. I'm recording this as of seventh of August, two a.m. Hong Kong time, and I'm in like a little cozy mood right now. I'm under my blanket. I have my candles. I have my. I don't have a coffee today, but I'm listening. I mean, I'm drinking a chocolate milk because you know it's two a.m. and I have to wake up in a few hours to go on a run. But you know what? I'm in a talkative mood, and I was like, I should, I should probably record a podcast episode. It's been a minute, guys. So I remember in the last episode when I was telling you guys, I made a promise that I was like, I'm back. I'm gonna be posting every Monday, every Monday, seven a.m. Let's go. We're back. We're doing this. And then I just like completely disappeared. I think it's because I was having my finals, and then after that, I went back to Iran, and I kind of underestimated how hard it would be to. Put time aside to like actually record in Iran, especially with the internet problems. It was just kind of driving me crazy. But you know what? I I want to make the promise that I'm gonna post consistently now every Monday, every Monday morning, six to seven a.m. ish around that time, Hong Kong time. But then also I do want to put out more episodes, as many as I can, like more than once a week. But I was like, girl, you couldn't even keep one episode per week, okay? So stop making promises. But I just want to tell you in advance: if we do have episodes coming out during the week, don't be surprised. It will be probably like a, you know, going by the mood, by the vibe type of thing. But at least once a week, every Monday, I'm gonna be putting out a new episode. Because podcasts are actually the reason why I started this page. Anyway, I feel like. My short form content is fun and everything, but I feel like my podcasts have more value because I can actually tell you the message that I want to get across, you know. So yeah, let's keep it real, you know, from um, this week onwards, and I hope that we can all continue to grow together on this journey. Let's jump right into today's episode. I'm not gonna lie, guys. This past week, I've been kind of going through it. I don't know if if you noticed from my social media, from my Instagram, like I haven't been posting as many stories. I kind of did briefly talk about some personal problems I'm going through, and you know, my hormones are all over the place. But I feel like, I mean, girls, we always like to say that, like our menstrual cycle really does affect our mood. But we always know that it's not just that; it's always like a mix of things, you know. So I feel that in the past week, because I was going through it and I wasn't really sharing much on the internet, um, I felt that it's it's not something that people like to talk about a lot. But I do notice a lot of the influencers that I follow; they're very open about it and transparent whenever they're having like a bad day or a bad week, and. Watching them talk about how they overcome their days or like overcome their mental challenges is really, really inspiring to me and kind of encourages me to kind of be like, you know, just push through. Um, if they can do it, so can you. You know, that type of thing. So I just wanted to share with you guys as well how I deal with my low days because I feel like in the previous years or like even growing up, I didn't really have a good mechanism on how I would regulate my emotions. And now that I kind of have it nailed down and I have a good flow going, I think I'm finally in a space and a mental place that I can come out and share about my tactics and my journey. 
So first things first, you need to understand that your emotions are not just like black and white. They're not just happy and sad. You have to understand that it's kind of an integrated thing and that you shouldn't be expecting yourself to be happy all of the time or satisfied all of the time because happiness only has value when you have sadness so if you never experience sad or low days then your happy happy days wouldn't have any meaning and wouldn't hold any value so you have to value your bad quote-unquote bad days just as much as your good days you know and on another level you shouldn't be chasing happiness anyway you should be chasing sort of like a fulfillment or content because happiness isn't a good indicator about of how lucky you are or how happy you are in life as in a general form you know and even i remember i read something about islam that was saying that islam doesn't want you to be happy it wants you to be content and wants you to be okay with what's going on and just accept life as it is and strive for the happy things strive for the good things but you shouldn't be aiming to be happy all the time because if you're happy it means you're chasing things that makes you happy all the time and it's not necessarily the best for you you know it's not necessarily the most disciplined or the mess uh, the most self-building choice a lot of the time if you're just chasing happiness it's going to lead you to self-destruction because you're chasing the artificial happiness you're chasing that high all the time constant high so it's not good for you that's why you have to first of all accept that you're not going to be happy all the time and you have to be okay with having low days and you just i remember i read i read something from this youtuber who i really really like her name is unjaded jade I've been following her for I would say more than five six years now and I remember she made a video one time and it was about how she looks at her feelings kind of like weather so in a way when she's like thinking oh how's the weather gonna be tomorrow is it gonna be rainy is it gonna be sunny is it gonna be cloudy she kind of anticipates her emotions in the same way and we kind of do the same comparison sometimes or we're like oh is it gonna be am i gonna be happy tomorrow am i gonna be anxious or whatever and i feel like that's kind of a good comparison because we always are trying to overanalyze our emotions and like predict how we're gonna feel instead of being in the moment you know you have to just be self-aware in the moment so a little bit going back to my journey a little bit I used to have a very avoidant personality when it came to my poor days because I used to try to reflect whatever I was feeling and avoid what I was feeling so if I have just gone through a big failure I would try to do things to make myself happy and distract myself from the bad feeling but I found out that eventually the feeling is going to catch up to you you know you're not going to just suddenly stop feeling that way just because you distracted yourself so a lot of the times we do very self-destructive behavior by just watching a bunch of tv watching a bunch of youtube and like just trying to distract yourself from the moment or what I used to do when I when I used to be really really sad sometimes I would just go to the beach like that was kind of like my escape but then when I would come back home I would still feel crappy at the end of the day like when you're trying to fall asleep and you put your head on the pillow the emotions haven't left because you're just deflecting it you're 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 not actually facing the emotions you know and unless you face them those feelings are not going to go anywhere so the first thing that you have to understand is that you need to sit with your emotions, you know, you have to observe them. And even if you're uncomfortable with the feelings that you're feeling, with the feeling of failure, with the feeling of being useless or just feeling sad and like unhappy, what even if it makes you uncomfortable, you have to first of all understand that 
the only way out is through. So this is the saying, right? The only way out is through. So you can't just get out of the feeling, but you have to feel it through so you can get to the other end of it. It's just like a tunnel. You can go around it. You can only go through it. And that's the first type of mindset you have to have. So once you have a fixed mindset, then I'll give you the steps that you can take to deal with your low days when you're going through it. Just just my own experience. So I'm hoping that by, by learning what I do on my low days, it can help you to overcome it as well. There are five key elements to emotional intelligence and I'm going to go through them really quickly for you. The first one is self-awareness, basically meaning that you can identify your emotions and give them a name. Secondly is self-regulation, meaning that when you have like very intense emotions, you, you know how to regulate yourself and kind of not affect or harm yourself or the people around you. Third one is social skills fourth one is empathy and fifth one is motivation as an in intrinsic motivation so that you can motivate yourself so the reason why i mentioned this is because it's kind of relevant to our discussion today about overcoming your bad days or like conquering your bad days and if you want to think about it this is the steps that i take now okay first step i will try to find out what is it exactly that i'm feeling right so that's self-awareness how i achieve that is by often journaling because i feel like when i think about something there's some some level of clarity but once i start writing about it i feel like i can really get it down on paper so i could i would ask myself these journal prompts so you would ask yourself these questions like what am i feeling right now like try to be as specific as possible like don't just be like sad be like guilt or uncontent or disappointed or you know just very specific give names to the emotions that you're feeling and if sometimes you feel like you cannot identify these emotions try to google it like maybe you just don't know the name for that emotion yet you know second thing why am i feeling this way once i have the self-awareness I want to get deeper. I'm like, I know what this emotion is, but where is it coming from? So you try to find the reason why you feel this way. And sometimes, you know, honestly, sometimes there is no reason, even though realistically there should be. But sometimes maybe the reason is just like so subconscious or like so minor that our conscious mind can't even register it. So I understand if sometimes you can't find a reason why you're feeling a certain way, but the fact that you're trying should be already enough, you know? And then the third question I ask myself in my journal is that how can I dissolve this feeling or how can I face it? You know, how can I overcome it? And honestly, a lot of the times there's no answer to that. So it's also okay if you don't know the answer. But in the first stage, all we're trying to do is just be self-aware and just understand what's going on in our head instead of it being this dark cloud that's on top of your head and you're like, it's really bothering you and waiting heavy on you. Once you know what it is, you're already halfway there. You have to know what it is in order to conquer it, right? So that's the first step. And then the second step, you sit with your emotions. So this goes back to self-regulation of emotional intelligence. So you know how... Um, oh yeah, also going back to self-awareness. 
You know how kids, when they are angry, like when they're hungry or they're angry or they are sleepy or whatever, they always just have one response is they just cry. Like they just cry if they're sleepy, they cry if they're hungry, they cry if they're angry, they cry if they're unhappy. Whatever they have, they just have one response. That's because they don't have self-awareness skills yet. They don't know how to express themselves. They don't know what they're feeling. But as adults, we're different because we can be aware of our emotions and we can give them names. And then toddlers or kids, they don't have any self-regulation skills because when they have these intense emotions, they don't know how to deal with it and they just come out and give a tantrum, right? They throw a tantrum. But as adults, we have self-regulation. So we we don't throw tantrums, right? We just try to um, regulate it and sort it out by ourselves. So that's how you self-regulate. In my case, what I like to do is just sit with my emotions and get comfortable with the feelings that I'm going through. So how I achieve that is I love doing meditations. So I would search very specific meditations like anxiety meditation or you can even honestly you can even do like clarity meditation or it it doesn't even have to be long you can do five to ten minutes and even that five to ten minutes is going to change so much so you search for the specific symptom that you're going through like uh depression or anxiety or clarity or you want confidence or you want whatever situation you're going through guilt or everything whatever negative feeling that you're going through you write meditation and you add that feeling after it right and that helps you to just kind of overcome those emotions and not not really sorry not overcome them but just sit with them and observe your mind okay because you have to also sometimes make the um, distinction between when is it your mind speaking and when is it the intrusive thoughts because we have a lot of intrusive thoughts and i want to make a whole another episode on that but basically your intrusive thoughts are not you they're just thoughts that just pop up in your head for whatever reason like prompts and you don't have to follow up on them and a lot of the times when you're going through bad days a lot of negative thoughts would come up like oh of course this happened to me oh yeah you deserve this this is the type of person you are so yeah of course this is going to happen to you etc etc and you have to learn to just objective, objectively look at it from a third pers- perspective and just observe what's going on in your head without taking it personally, without like being offended, you know? So that's what meditation does is that it makes you comfortable with the feelings that you're going through and it helps you to observe your thoughts without being too emotionally attached to, you know, whatever is going on in your head. And a lot of the times after doing these meditations, it helps me so much and I feel so much more regulated and I feel like I'm in control. Like I'm not letting the emotions take control of me, but I'm in control of whatever I'm going through. So that's the second step. And once I have the self-regulation going, we move on to the third aspect of um, emotional intelligence that's relevant to our topic today. So as I mentioned earlier, the fifth characteristic of someone with high emotional intelligence is the ability to have intrinsic motivation, meaning that you can motivate yourself without needing to watch David Goggins videos, without needing to watch a bunch of YouTube videos, you know? So that's how you motivate yourself using your own ability, using your own willpower. That's an emotional intelligence skill. So I call this step 
picking yourself back up so once you know what's going on in your head once you have set with the emotions you try to dissolve it then you take actual physical action and do things that will make you feel better you're not trying to solve the issue the feeling directly but you are doing other things that's going to make you feel better so like scientifically it has been proven that if you do small tasks that sense of achievement and sense of accomplishment does release good hormones in your head and you're already instantly feeling better so for example cleaning your room doing a little five minute task you know taking a shower going on a walk a lot of the times getting physical movement does help you majorly like it's gonna help you so much and i know when you're down in like that type of stage doing physical movement or getting out of bed is the last thing you want to do but you just have to push through you have to use your emotional intelligence intrinsic motivation skills to get yourself out of bed go on a walk do a little jog do whatever you want do a five minute yoga 10 minute pilates you know anything that moves your body because that really really that's just science it's just science it's just like releases the hormones that's going to make you feel good and if you want to feel good hormones you have to first get out of your head and get into your body you know so that's the first thing you know get sunlight get body movements do a little task like pay your bills do something that's like quick and easy and it's gonna make you feel accomplished even if it's not really even if it's just surface level you know that's that last step i feel like it's so important to get you into a flow of getting things done because honestly i feel like it's really easy when you're having down days to just pity yourself and be like oh you know poor me uh like you know i feel bad about myself but but like you have to be like okay enough like i have empathy for you like as a person i have empathy for myself but there is a limit and i'm not gonna like play the victim the whole time or i'm not gonna be like oh you know poor me uh oh i'm so i'm so sad like you know just just be like okay enough like i gave you enough attention now like let's pack it up guys we gotta move on like you gotta live life you still gotta move on you know and i think that this is a key factor the third step is a key factor is once you figured out your emotions not to linger on it too much like yeah sometimes it sucks but this is life you know get used to it don't linger don't linger on the emotions because what good is that gonna do to you okay thank you next let's move on to the next thing you know because i feel like a lot of the times the reason why you get into these like depressive episodes or like major sad episodes or like bad times or bad vibes as i like to call them (laughs) the reason why you get into bad vibes is because you get into these i I call them black holes but basically you know what it is right it's a black hole like when you when you get into a black hole essentially you're just getting worse and worse and worse so every day is just harder and harder and harder to move on to harder and harder to get out of bed everything so i just now what i try to do is try to avoid it in the beginning because the harder the further you go the harder it is to get out of that rut you know once you're in a rut the deeper you go harder it is to get out so just try to avoid it altogether but obviously this is life you can't avoid it altogether but try to avoid it as much as possible so you give yourself one day or two days to be sad over it okay done enough you gave two days what you want to give your whole life because of this so yeah that's my key thing so get it together all together and final final point after all of these steps have been done after you try to do whatever you want whatever you can and everything final step is get help 
So sometimes you have to realize there's a fine line between having a bad day, going through it, you know, being sad versus needing help. So I coming from me, I can tell you firsthand, being vulnerable is so damn difficult. Vulnerability, you know, they say vulnerability is strength. I used to think like, okay, vulnerability is just like, eh, okay, you cry in front of people or like, like, I'm like, how could that be strength? You're telling someone that you're weak. So how can that be strength? But then, you know, as I grew up and I matured and I realized vulnerability really is strength for you to be um, voluntarily show weakness to someone for the sake of yourself that is strength that takes a lot of mental power but i do have to say you have to be careful with who you are vulnerable in front of don't just go around telling people about your weaknesses telling people about your mental state or whatever be very selective with who you share these information with because this type of information is really crucial to i don't want to say your downfall but like you got to be careful with who you share these information with you know so i would say a safe bet most of the time is your parents because for most people your parents have your best interests at heart but if you go to school or you're in college make use of your school counselor or most colleges do offer like free therapy or like free uh, consultations and stuff so do reach out and even if things get worse you still don't have anyone to talk to there's a lot of online platforms you can get help online and talk to people because you have to be the one as a as an adult as someone with high emotional intelligence it's not even about like it's about emotional intelligence it's not about being weak if you're smart you know when to step in and save yourself you know when to step in when you're like okay i can't do this on my own and i need help so please realize that making the decision to get help is one of the smartest things a a person can do not only in terms of iq but also in terms of emotional intelligence okay so if you have been in a state that you're like i realize that i can't do this on my own and i need external help do get that help go out and get it because you are it's a survival skill you're saving yourself and if you realize it don't linger on it just do it you go out there and the earlier you can talk to people and sort it out the faster you're going to feel better so that's the distinction that i wanted to make clear you have to realize as an adult or as a human you have to realize when is it when are you going through it or when are you actually in a stage that it's deeper than that and you actually need help so i think this was a shorter episode um i'm really happy that i still got to record this i got my message across i hope that this episode was useful to you and you know i i really used to answer my dms a lot and i really really love talking to you guys and i would say if you have anything that you think i can help with to dm me but I just, I, I can't promise that I can read your messages because recently, you know, ever since actually my page kind of got bigger, it's just impossible for me to read all my DMs, especially if it's not in the request. If I have replied to you before and now it's not in the request anymore, it's really, really impossible for me to read your messages. So I would say just treat my DMs as a dump, like as an emotional dump, message me whatever you want. Just don't, if there's anything urgent, just don't rely on me because I, I'm sorry that I will probably miss your message and it's been happening a lot lately and I feel really bad about it. 
But yeah, just don't um, just treat it as an emotional dump, like a diary, you know, just DM me and say whatever you want to say, send me voice messages. And inshallah, if I have the time, I'll reply to you. And if there's really, really you need help, just make sure that you reach out to the right people in your community and the right people in your city. And I hope that you have an amazing rest of your week. I can't wait to talk to you guys soon. And stay blessed. Stay cool. Keep the vibes up, keep the vibrational energies up, and I'll see you next week. Bye-bye.